0: Faith, Hope and Love, Episode 216, the fifth Sunday of Lent, Year A. Hello everyone, I'm Paul Kelly. We continue to pray for all people throughout the world, the many people, who are suffering due to the coronavirus pandemic. We pray for those who have died, that the Lord will receive them into his eternal care. We pray for bereaved family and friends, who have also experienced the isolation from loved ones at this time of health restrictions and quarantine. We also pray for anyone affected by this terrible illness, including all suffering isolation and severe economic and financial effects. May the Lord inspire people of goodwill to find practical solutions to help, to heal and lessen the burdens of many. A special hello to parishioners of Surface Paradise Parish and our school communities, St Vincent's, St Kevin's and St Michael's College, and for people far and wide, including Groveley Parish in Brisbane, where they regularly tune in on radio triple y 86.7 FM, whether you're near or far, we are all united in Christ. The following reflection is food for thought at this time, where all around the world people are unable to be personally present at mass due to illness, quarantine, or community health policies in response to this virus. Spiritual communion is a powerful and ancient practice that is of enormous comfort in times of trial and isolation. It's long been the Catholic understanding that when circumstances prevent one from receiving Holy Communion, it is possible to make an act of spiritual communion, which is a source of grace. Spiritual communion means uniting oneself in prayer with Christ's sacrifice and worshipping him in his body and blood. The most common reason for making an act of spiritual communion is when a person cannot attend Mass, such as the present circumstances. Acts of spiritual communion increase our desire to receive sacramental communion and help us to avoid sins that would make us unable to receive Holy Communion worthily. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. I am the resurrection, says the Lord in today's wonderful gospel. This is such a beautiful and important scripture. Our Lord assures us that he has the power and the intention to raise us to eternal life, to call us out of the grave and into the new life of the kingdom. This powerful scene today of Jesus raising his friend Lazarus shows us so many things. He feels deeply for us in our loss. Even at the same time, he is certain that he will call us into eternal life. But he still shares with us the pain of loss. He also reminds us that as well as the promise of bodily resurrection on the last day, we can meanwhile get caught in many symbolic tombs during our living years as well. We can get stuck in the darkness of attitudes, actions and thoughts that are not life-giving. We can get bound up with the cares and ambitions that wrap us in the things of death and not of new life. Our Lord has the power to call us out of the tombs and darkness and enmeshment of this life, as well as the ultimate call to eternal life. Let us trust in his promise and follow Christ into the light of his new life for us. This is faith, hope, and love. Have mercy on me. Create justice, O God, and plead my cause against a nation that is faithless. From the deceitful and cunning, rescue me, for you, O God, are my strength. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. The Lord be with you. Hello everyone, and welcome to this celebration of the fifth Sunday of Lent in year A. My brothers and sisters, we have gathered here to celebrate the Holy Eucharist, so let us first pause and reflect upon our sins so as to rejoice in God's loving mercy. Lord Jesus, you came to gather the nations into the peace of God's kingdom. Lord, have mercy. You come in word and in sacrament to strengthen us and make us holy. Christ, have mercy. You will come again in glory with salvation for your people. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray that we will always walk in charity. By your help, we beseech you, Lord our God. May we walk eagerly in that same charity with which, out of love for the world, your Son handed himself over to death. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel, chapter 37, verses 12 to 14. Thus says the Lord God, I am going to open your graves, and bring you up from your graves, O my people, and I will bring you back to the land of Israel. And you shall know that I am the Lord when I open your graves and bring you up from your graves, O my people. I will put my spirit within you, and you shall live, and I will place you on your own soil. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken and will act, says the Lord. The Word of the Lord. With the Lord there is mercy, and fullness of redemption. Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord, Lord, hear my voice. Or let your ears be attentive, to the voice of my pleading. If you, O Lord, should mark our guilt, Lord, who would survive? But with you is found forgiveness, for this we revere you. My soul is waiting for the Lord, I count on his word. My soul is longing for the Lord, more than those who watch for daybreak. Because with the Lord there is mercy, and fullness of redemption. Israel indeed he will redeem, from all its iniquity. With the Lord there is mercy, and fullness of redemption. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Chapter 8, verses 8 to 11. Brothers and sisters, those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh. You are in the Spirit, since the Spirit of God dwells in you. Anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, Though the body is dead because of sin, the spirit is life because of righteousness. If the Spirit of God, who raised Jesus from the dead, dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will give life to your mortal bodies also through his Spirit that dwells in you. The Word of the Lord. Glory and praise to you Lord Jesus Christ Glory and praise to you Lord Jesus Christ I am the resurrection and the life says the Lord whoever believes in me will not die forever Glory and praise to you Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Chapter 11 verses 1 to 45. Now a certain man Lazarus was ill. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. Mary was the one who anointed the Lord with perfume and wiped his feet with her hair. Her brother Lazarus was ill. So the sisters of Lazarus sent a message to Jesus. Lord, he whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard this, he said, This illness does not lead to death. Rather, it is for God's glory, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Accordingly, though Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus, after having heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Then, after this, he said to his disciples, Let us go to Judea again. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, the people there were just now trying to stone you, and are you going there again? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours of daylight? Then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. For your sake I am glad I was not there, so that you may believe. But let us go to him. Thomas, who was called the twin, said to his fellow disciples, Let us also go, that we may die with him. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even though they die, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, the one coming into the world. When she had said this she went back and called her sister Mary and told her privately the teacher is here and is calling for you and when Mary heard it she got up quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet come to the village but was still at the place where Martha had met him. The Jews who were with her in the house consoling her saw Mary get up quickly and go out. They followed her because they thought she was going to the tomb to weep there When Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she knelt at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who came with her also weeping, he was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. He said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus began to weep. So the Jews said, See how he loved him? but some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, again greatly disturbed, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone was lying against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, already there is a stench because he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, The dead man came out, his hands and feet bound with strips of cloth, and his face wrapped in a cloth. Jesus said to them, Unbind him, and let him go. Many of the Jews, therefore, who had come with Mary, and had seen what Jesus did, believed in him. The Gospel of the Lord This incident of Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead is so powerful and it's a foretaste of Christ's own resurrection which brings salvation and resurrection to all people. The following is a couple of sections from the poem entitled Lazarus, written by Dan Doyle. If only his friend had been here, he would not have died, we say to one another. If only, if only, is our desperate prayer. Rabbi, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Martha, he will rise again. Yes, I know this, Rabbi, at the resurrection. I am the one who raises the dead. Do you believe me, Martha? Yes, Master, oh yes, I believe. I know you, and with all my heart, I believe in you. Then Jesus wept. In the days that followed, we talked excitedly about this miracle that we had all been witness to. And still many could not believe in their weary and frightened hearts that this son of an old carpenter from Nazareth, this wandering rabbi Jesus, might be the one we had been waiting for since the time of Moses and the prophets. But some of us knew that this Jesus, who had come so gently, yet so powerfully among us, was indeed the Messiah of God. And we began to tell everyone we met what we had seen him do for Lazarus, our friend. Lazarus lived on for many years and never tired of telling the story in hushed and awe-filled tones and we never tired of listening. Lazarus was a man of gentle knowledge, of abiding faith and of quiet strength. He told us over and over again that we were loved by one who knows our hearts and who despises not our petitions and that we would never be alone. We began going to the synagogue differently. We listened to the words of the rabbi, read from ancient prophets more closely, and we were moved in our hearts and minds. At long last, Lazarus died, and we wept for sorrow again. But we knew in our depths that he was not dead, that the resurrection promised by the prophets is real, that death no longer holds sway over our simple lives, and that we will see each other again in the world to come. Amen. Isn't that beautiful? It captures so much of the mystery of this extraordinary event. Jesus said a lot of words to people in his ministry. Words perfectly formed and completely based on truth, the truth of him, and backed up by action. Sometimes the things he said really challenged the faith of those who were with him. Other times it healed and uplifted people, forgave and included people in a way they could never have imagined. In today's gospel, Jesus talks to them about God having the final say on suffering and death. Christ is powerfully showing that God cares very much. He does love us deeply. It profoundly matters when people suffer, grieve and die. It matters greatly to God, whose heart reaches out for us when people feel trapped by their past sins or mistakes. He cries with us. He cries not because he feels helpless and can do nothing. He can do so much. He cries in union with us because he feels with us and he experiences along with us. He sighs from the heart for us and he speaks words of change. Words like, be healed. You are forgiven. You are freed. I am the resurrection and the life. Some other very special words have a powerful effect because they're so intimately connected with Christ's life, attitudes and actions. His message and the perfectly consistent qualities about himself are a perfect union. These words are powerful for the spirit hovering over them fills them with resonance and effectiveness. Words such as, Your sins are forgiven. Your debt is cancelled. Be opened. Be freed from your burdens. Pick up your mat and walk. Unbind him, set him free. Give him something to eat. Give them something to eat yourselves. This is my body broken for you. This is my blood poured out for you. I can give you living water, welling up inside you. I love all these words and so many more, and I know you do too. They all fill us with hope, but more than that, they immediately begin achieving what they say. It's no wonder that the church believes so powerfully in the reality of the sacraments, in which we can touch, taste, smell, see and hear the power of Christ working through them. Surely it's only divine love that can truly fill us with the fullness of life again and raise us up to life eternal. Drawn near, embraced, healed, forgiven, included, and always loved. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God, the Almighty Father, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body and life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray to God in the joyful hope of the resurrection and life. For God's pilgrim people, that all may have eternal life, Lord, hear us. For people throughout the world dealing with the coronavirus, COVID-19, pandemic, that the Lord will grant healing and strength to everyone affected and support the medical and emergency response people and leaders making difficult decisions. And we pray for the many who are severely affected financially and in many other ways in this ongoing disaster, that practical aid and compassion will be given them. Lord, save us. For those in authority whose decisions affect our lives, Lord, hear us. For all those who are ill, particularly people throughout the world who are suffering from the coronavirus, may they receive healing and support. Lord, hear us. For those for whom life holds little hope, that God will fill them with hope and trust. Lord, hear us. For those to be initiated at the Easter Vigil. Lord, hear us. For the dead, awaiting the day of the resurrection as promised by Christ, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. Lord of life, your son wept at the death of his friend Lazarus. May our prayers come to you with faith and love. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands, for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Hear us, Almighty God, and having instilled in your servants the teachings of the Christian faith, graciously purify them by the working of this sacrifice. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. For as true man, he wept for Lazarus, his friend, and as eternal God, raised him from the tomb. Just as taking pity on the human race, he leads us by sacred mysteries to new life. Through him the host of angels adores your majesty and rejoices in your presence forever. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in one chorus of exultant praise as we acclaim Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May this mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, Keep me always faithful to your commandments, and never let me be parted from you. May the receiving of your body and blood, Lord Jesus Christ, not bring me to judgment and condemnation, but through your loving mercy, be for me protection in mind and body, and a healing remedy. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Here is a prayer for spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. Everyone who lives and believes in me will not die for ever, says the Lord. The body of Christ. Amen. The blood of Christ. Amen. What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart. That what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. We pray, Almighty God, that we may always be counted among the members of Christ, in whose body and blood we have communion, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Thanks, everyone, for joining us in this time of prayer and reflection. Our Lenten journey is coming to a close, and next weekend, of course, is Passion Sunday, Palm Sunday. Bless you all, and may God's grace guide you each and every day. The Lord be with you. Let's bow our heads and pray for God's blessing. Bless, O Lord, your people who long for the gift of your mercy. And grant that what at your prompting they desire, they may receive by your generous gift. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. And Love, a time of Christian worship and reflection, led by Reverend Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants from the Roman Missal, Third Edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009, by the NCC USA. The Psalms, copyright 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993 Australia. Lenten Hymn, Have Mercy, inspired by Psalm 50. Music by Paul W. Kelly, arranged with additional lyrics and sung by Stephen Kelk, 2020. Production by KER. May God bless and keep you.